Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome to the Connecting with Coincidence radio show with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, bringing together the world's synchronicity experts to help you use meaningful coincidences to develop spiritually, psychologically, and practically. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence into your web browser to find the book, website, Psychology Today blog, YouTube channel, and Facebook page. And now, here is the host of the Connecting with Coincidence radio show, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to CC with BB, Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. Now, we humans have our own built-in GPS capacity, which is the ability to get where you need to be without knowing how you got there. It's one of my favorite types of coincidences. I intentionally tested it out twice. The idea was to show up at the house of a woman with whom I was having an intense emotional relationship right when she comes out of her house without my calling or texting ahead of time. For the first woman, I simply got the idea and drove to her house. It was 10 p.m. and dark. I stopped and looked around, no activity. As I was about to leave, she stepped out of her car, having gone to her car a moment before to get something. The second experiment was more deliberate. I decided to somehow go to four different houses in town that I, that I had visited regularly. I listened to an intuitive voice that instructed me when to leave each house. The voice encouraged me to continue when I had thoughts like, hey, stop, this is stupid. Why are you doing this? 
After the fourth house, I made a wrong turn, even though I had been this route before. Heart beating quickly, I pulled up at the second woman's house. Her car was there, so she was probably at home. I waited about a minute and saw her get into the driver's side. I knocked on the window. Turned out she was late for a meeting with a friend and quickly pulled away. We were both surprised by this coincidence. It was also the beginning of a new phase of our relationship. I tell these stories because they are my stories. There are plenty of them out there, but I can vouch for these because I was there. Our guest today is Kiana Fitzgerald, who is a music journalist, cultural critic, and DJ. Her work appeared in Rolling Stones, NPR, Vibe Magazine, Brooklyn Magazine, and other digital and print publications. She currently freelances from her brownstone in Brooklyn, New York. A native Texan, Kiana attended Texas State University, where she received a bachelor's in print journalism in 2011 and a master's in new media in 2013. Aside from writing and DJing, she's also worked as a researcher, social media strategist, podcast producer, and web developer. She was diagnosed as bipolar one, manic depressive in 2016 after a manic episode and has since been searching for answers about the spiritual elements that have revealed themselves through the disorder. We very much welcome you to the show, Kiana. You are talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart because I think psychiatrists need to pay more attention to the spiritual and psi capacities that emerge from manic episodes. It's really encouraging to hear you say that as someone who is more familiar with the medical side of things than I am, aside from as a patient. So yeah, I'm just excited to, to start talking. Yeah, I've had a couple of other people on the show. Um, one guy was was a, is a psychiatrist who who had some manic episodes, and things got really clear. And another guy who was a um, a singer songwriter who had a really far out thing happened with him and mania mm -hmm. and they hospitalized him but he was all right he 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 was manic and he had all these ideas but i want to find out about yours but i i i love that you're a, a music journalist and a cultural critic and dj could you tell us something about what you do with those three different things sure so cultural critic journalist and dj um culturally i it's kind of a mix between cultural critic and journalist. Um, an example is I just wrote a piece about Kanye West for a Vibe magazine about the bipolar spiritual elements that we're going to be discussing today. And I, you know, I kind of try to involve aspects that are both within the culture of hip hop and also outside of the culture of hip hop because people need to be able to draw that line between the two and understand it, especially because hip hop is the most listened to genre in the US, if not the entire world. So I think this is the perfect place for me to be. And as a DJ as well, I don't have to worry about words. I don't have to worry about editing. I can just pick the music that I want to play when I want to play it and just play it. And that's my freedom. Uh, I think I've mentioned that uh, uh, DJ drama uh, is, is the son of a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and, I'd really like to get him more interested in in this stuff. I I gave him my book on synchronicity and on coincidences and talked to him a bit about it. He seems kind of interested, but this kind of like brings me and him a little more a little closer. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it, it, there's 
there's a lot to ask you about here, um, but why don't you tell us about your manic episode and some of the spiritual el- elements that ha- reveal themselves through your through your mania? Sure. Um, do you want me to start at the first one? Please do. Sure. So um, I've written about this a couple of times, but this is my first time really telling the story. Um, I, as many people who um, experience bipolar episodes go through, I was really stressed out and depressed. And uh, I just started praying. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And then eventually just this awakening came. And I started to understand so many elements of my life very clearly. Um, I started to experience tons of synchronicities to the point that it became overwhelming and that's kind of how I spiraled out of control because I kept trying to chase those coincidences and I've discovered the more you chase them, the easier it is to get lost. But once you kind of ground yourself, as I've learned to do over the past few episodes, um, it's manageable. But that first one, it was the door just blew wide open Uh And I've never experienced anything like that in my life. That's why I'm happy to be speaking on this program because it doesn't make sense that I've had countless episodes at this point and I still haven't sat down with a medical team and been able to clearly speak with them about the things that I feel I've experienced, but that they may not be able to directly, you know, discuss with me from a clinical perspective. So, yeah. But what might be happening uh, and is happening in psychiatry is that uh, psychedelics of various forms, psilocybin being one of them, MDMA another, are being gradually introduced uh, for various treatments. Mm. And one of, the, one of the helpful parts of them that they don't talk directly about is that per- people can get sometimes into mystical experiences or experience have spiritual experiences. So uh, the mania is another, can be a, another version of, for some people, having a kind of psychedelic experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you said you chased them at mm-hmm. the beginning, I think I know what you mean, but tell us what you meant by chasing the, the synchronicities. Absolutely. Um, the One of the first, and I'm going to speak frankly here because my episodes are always colored with frank subjects, and that's kind of why they keep appearing because I keep trying to tamp them down instead of understanding them for what they are. But, um, yeah, the, can you remind me the question? I'm sorry. The question was that you said you, ch- at the beginning, oh, you, yeah. chased, you chased them. Yeah. And, that, and that, that got you more in more trouble. Yeah. So, um, you know, it started out with, you know, a little coincidence, just one that I remember specifically is, um, I, I was moving out of an apartment in Bushwick, Brooklyn, And I needed to dismantle some furniture. And I, you know, I was thinking about TaskRabbit, the service. And I was like, I really should order something, like order someone to come here and help me with this. And as soon as I thought that, I got a text from TaskRabbit with a coupon code that said, speak up in all caps. And I was like, oh, snap, like this is a sign. And then from there, it just kind of snowballed. And the more I would kind of, you know, interact with the people around me in what I consider a, a positive, a purely positive way, um, the more those synchronicities popped up, the more those coincidences appeared, and the more I kind of walked further and further into mania. So are you, you're almost saying that chasing the coincidences helped uh, spiral you into mania. That, I mean, 
I don't know if it's the cause, but I do know for a fact through my own experiences that synchronicities always come before my episodes every single time. Yeah, and you're not the only one. Uh, it's, uh, people with mania start seeing connections among things mm -hmm. because their, their minds are moving so quickly and able to like see a thought in your mind to connect it with what's around you. Mm -hmm. And and I, I have some ideas about how that might happen, but once they start happening a, a lot, um, it gets it can be overwhelming because you want to try to figure out what they mean. Is that what happened mm -hmm. to you? Yeah, that's that's literally it. Um, the the more recent episodes that I've had, um, I work. Um, I personally, and I've done research, and I've I've actually been talking to people for an article about you know these experiences. But I've um, you know I've gotten to the point where I I just um, I don't know I just get caught up in in that state and. It's um it's a beautiful thing, but it can also be disorienting, and that's why it's important for me to to constantly stay in touch with myself because I will start working through my trauma, and I have a lot, a lot of trauma as a black woman from the south. Um, you know, it's it's in my it's in my lineage. Um, my mother was bipolar. My grandmother is bipolar. My brother is bipolar. Uh, we all experience some sort of episode, but I'm the only one who experiences mania. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah. That's I feel a, like I'm rambling now. That's it. No, no, that was good. No, you weren't rambling. You were okay. telling you were telling us a good part of your history. We've come Thank to the you. end. You're welcome. You've come. We're come to the end of this segment. You're listening to to connecting with coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We're on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our guest is Kiana. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. 
SIMULTV.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a SIMULTV.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about SIMULTV.com. She even spelled it out for me. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Pathong Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. Welcome, welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and we are talking with Kiana Fitzgerald about the relationship between synchronicity and mania. One of the uh, one of the problems that can come up with uh, internet, and you're you're a social media person, you're on the internet a bunch. Um, how do you tell the difference between a coincidence seen online and aggressive targeted marketing? Sure. Um, for me personally, I try to think about or I try to focus on the synchronicities that are both outside in the world, like on the street, in a building, and what's what I'm thinking and what I'm listening to. Th- those are the synchronicities that I trust intimately. Um, the ones that, you know, you might um, talk to somebody on the phone about Fanasota and then you'll see a, an ad pop up on your Facebook for Fanta. Like that's something that I kind of shy away from. But the other experiences where I'll be listening to a song, walking along a bridge, and I'll see, um, you know, a sign that has, you know, Sunshine State Golden Flower on it. And I'll hear that exact phrase in the song that I'm listening to. So those are the ones that I trust. Um, everything that's kind of like, you could kind of be suspicious of, you know, if, if it's a trending topic or if it's something that um, just doesn't feel organic or natural, then those are the ones that I'm like, I'll leave that alone. Yeah, it's, it's getting to be more and more of a question because uh, Alexa and the others are listening in on us all the time, as well as Google and others reading our emails. Exactly. It's is there's a real lack of privacy these days. And I, you know, my first episode, I forgot to mention, I went missing uh, for 36 hours. Uh, and I ended up in a hospital. And uh, after that, I just, uh, I don't know, 
I, I'm kind of getting lost in my thoughts because I've been wanting to talk to you for so long. I've been listening to you for a solid year. Um, so yeah, I just, at this point, acknowledge that, um, you know, there are real things happening and there are also some false things happening and it can get very, very, very confusing, especially when they can become so closely associated. When you, when you got lost, um, yeah. that, and it just went missing, mm-hmm. um, what did what role did the coincidences play in that episode? Hmm. Um, when I got lost, what role did coincidences play? Um, I will be honest, the coincidences led up to the height of mania, but once I hit that peak, I don't remember any strong coincidences. Um, it, it just led me to that point. Yeah, Quincy's got you. Yeah, as as you've mentioned, uh, there's it's 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 you're describing quite clearly how there's the spiral between coincidences and mania, mm-hmm. and it's it the faster it goes, the faster you go, mm-hmm. and and it's almost like a flywheel got pushed, and that flywheel keeps spinning around and faster and faster, and then your mind is going so fast you can't even pay attention to it. You don't know who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I think is so important about what you have told me is that you have spiritual experiences sometimes in mania. Could you tell us about what you mean by spiritual and mania for you? Sure thing. Um so since episode one, um, I've gotten, okay. So the first episode, I, I'm just going to be honest. I, once I entered mania, I couldn't distinguish if I was Jesus Christ or Mary. And I got those signals very, very strong to the point where I would, you know, go to like a juice bar and I'd be like, Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Mary. I'd walk past the store and there'd be, you know, a the, I don't know what it's called, but you know, when Mary's in the thing with Jesus and everything, but, um, yeah, it was, it was just that kind of thing that kept recurring and recurring and recurring. And the episode that I had earlier this year, um, around Easter, actually, I, I started getting signs about, you know, I, I, uh, indicated in my paperwork to you that the Omega symbol started to pop up, pop up as in the alpha and the Omega and resurrection and Genesis, Um, numbers associated with Genesis numbers and then also just the word itself and songs titled Genesis kept popping up and popping up and popping up. So that's kind of how I associate my mania with spirituality. It's always like a Christ-like thing. It's not just this this, um, amorphous blob. It's very specific. Um, That's very important. Um, And you you were talking about not being able to distinguish between whether you were Jesus or Mary. Could you tell us about that problem? Sure. Um, when you get far enough in mania, um, you, well, obviously you feel like you're in touch with God, but once you get to that point, it starts, you start to think that you're a part of the original family. And by that, I mean, you know, when I am super, super like highest manic state possible i feel like i'm listening to music and the music is god speaking to me i feel like the tv shows the movies the conversations even this conversation you know if i was in a manic state i would feel like i was speaking to god so um once you have that connection for me it feels like it's just one-on-one and once you're in that point it's like all right 
I must be an original member of, you know, the holy family, because why else would I be able to access this kind of love and purity? I, it's in a way um, you're saying something I've heard before mm-hmm. uh, was that when, by talking with almost anybody, you could see the God in them and, yeah. through, and through that be able to talk directly to God. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And for, I've, I've gotten to that point early on. Um, I want to say my, my first and second, I've had maybe like seven, eight, uh, seven, eight episodes by now, but my first and second episodes, the conversations that I had with coworkers, with friends felt absolutely like sacred as I felt like, you know, I was getting instructions. I felt like I was on a mission. And, um, the, the further I got into like the, the episodes and the, the further I got into progressing through my trauma, I like to, to think about it as, um, the more, um, trapped I got, the more, um, you know, like we keep mentioning the word spiral. Um, that's, I just get stuck in trying to understand the totality of the universe because you feel so at peace. And so one with everything that you think you're capable of understanding it, but we're human beings. (laughs) We will never have infinite knowledge, but we will, you know, I think that we can tap into a consciousness that can be shared with other people. This idea of, of being in such an exalted state Mm -hmm. and thinking that, you can understand how the universe works. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminds me of a statistician I've had on the program who told me that um, trying to understand how coincidences work is bad for your mental health. Yeah. Um, I, now, yeah, go ahead. You, yeah, you can agree with that when you get out there where you are. Uh, <laughs> but then he says, I'm a psychiatrist, so I should be able to do that. And that's true. There, I'm, I do it gradually and somewhat systematically. But mm-hmm. when you're in that exalted state and you know love that seems like eternal uh, and infinite, yeah. and you can see the God in each, put words on it, to put yeah. concepts on it. And that's what he was talking about. And that's what you're talking about. It, it gets to be too much of a thing to be able to do, as you just said. Uh, and so I, I, I have to be careful, too. I, have to, I can get out there a little bit, and it helps me to write some of this stuff down. Yeah. So, so that at least I can see it in front of me and think about it and maybe talk with people about it and trying to see how I can explain some coincidences in ordinary terms rather than some of the more like I'm listening to a song and then I see a billboard with the exact same phrase as what I'm talking about. Some of these things become a little hard to comprehend how they work. Yeah. Uh, but they do make you feel connected. Um, we're, we we have about another uh, two minutes or so, um, and uh, let's start talking about what your omega, and we'll have to continue that in the next segment. Omega is an important thing for you. Very, yeah. Um, it's I'll, I won't go at the very beginning. I'll just start with this year. Um, I was, you know, um, I, I have a favorite rapper. His name is Rob Banks. And uh, he has lots of tattoos. And I thought I knew him pretty well, but I saw a picture in April of, you know, his palm facing the camera and there was an Omega tattoo on his palm. And I was like, oh, is that is that what I think it is? So I Googled it and I just found a bunch of Omega watches. 
uh, I didn't see the actual symbol. I just saw the watches. And half an hour later, I was on a dating app and an Omega watch employee just popped up. Yeah, I can continue later. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, give us a couple more and then uh, we'll be coming to the end of this segment. Sure. Um, so I came across the um, the watch employee and then just a couple days later, I was watching an anime show called My Hero Academia. And there's a character uh, they were talking about this this symbol, All Might, who is like basically the god of this this hero universe. And as they were talking about his capabilities, uh, this shirt came up with the Omega symbol on it. And you know, <laughs> uh, Omega is a is a Greek letter. What does it mean in Greek? Um, I don't I don't know if I know Greek, but I know like biblically it means the end. You know, the finishing, the the totality of everything that ever was. It's kind of an end thing. Okay. Well, coming to the end of this segment, you're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on the Exxon Broadcast Network, and our guest is Kiana Fitzgerald. a skeptic or a believer join me rob mcconnell as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the exxon radio tv show on xzbn and the exxon tv channel on simul tv since 1990 the exxon radio tv show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard together we'll investigate ufos aliens ghosts bigfoot psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. CC, yeah. This is the uh, Bernie Beitman. What are we? Welcome back to CC with BB. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We're talking omega theory with Kiana Fitzgerald. So, what does omega mean? Um, According to Quora.com, omega is used as a symbol of the last, best, or final nature of something. So, how do you put omega and the many omegas you had together with yourself? What does that mean to you? Sure. Um, When these symbols started to pop up or this specific symbol started to pop up, I was um, in the middle of leaving a company and I was going through a lot and I just um, I just had to get some help. And um, again, I prayed and these symbols started popping up. And as I just said, you know, Omega can mean many things, but one of them is final and that said to me at that point that my stage in that particular position was passed and it was time for me to move on. Got it. Now you've mentioned that you've had um, six or seven manic episodes. Um, It's hard to summarize them all, but uh, let's talk about psychiatric treatment. You, let me see, I'll say had to endure um, with, uh, with your manic episodes. Tell us about that and how it was for you. Um, Explaining how the episodes like, uh, how the, how the psychiatrist treated you? Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I'm thinking about. Okay, so the first hospital I was in, the psychiatrist uh, really didn't speak to me much. I remember knocking on his door. I remember trying to chase him down, trying to ask him questions about what was going on with me. And the only time I really had to speak with him was in a room full of other people, the the big treatment team. And I didn't really have one-on-one time with him, which I think would have helped in some instances. Uh, So I was chasing him around a lot at the first hospital. And then the second hospital, um, that doctor was just very adamant that I was very, very ill. And I needed a lot of help. And I ended up being severely medicated at that hospital to the point that you know, my brother came to visit me and he was like, you were dragging your feet. You couldn't even pick your feet up. So, um, yeah, so that happened that time. And then the most recent time, um, the psychiatrist, I just had a, a funny relationship with him because I was, you know, in a manic state and I couldn't figure out wh- whether to trust him or whether to um, to not believe, you know, some of the things that he said. So, uh, yeah, I've had some iffy relationships with psychiatrists and then my personal psychiatrist outside of hospitals. Uh, I'm not going to name his name, but he he's a mess. And I um, really hope he doesn't still have patience because I had some really tough times because I couldn't get in touch with him. When you say he's a mess, can you tell us what you mean? Yeah, um, he didn't really know when his appointments were. I would come into his office. He, his computer, you know, he didn't know what was going on on the computer half the time. Um, I had to get a blood test one time. He sent me to the wrong lab. I had to go to, and I had a a job. So I took that day off to go get this blood work done and he sent me to the wrong place. So there were just myriad things like that, that happened every single time I had an appointment with him. He just, there was never an appointment where I was like, all right, that was a good one. Wow. Well, uh, I, I'm a psychiatrist, obviously, as mm-hmm. you know, and you, you've mentioned that you've listened to uh, some of my radio shows before we got together and that you were um, very interested in, in 
talking with me at more length. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what did what? How did the radio shows affect you, influence you, make you think, and and what were you hoping would happen between us? Yeah. Um, so I can't remember how I even found your show, but I did, thankfully. And again, it was literally a year ago this month. Um, when I heard it, I, oh gosh, I might, I'm going to try to quickly find a page in this journal where I wrote about listening to your podcast. Um, but I don't know if I can find it in time. I'll just tell you. Um, right. basically I was like, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. Um, just waiting for someone else to at least acknowledge that there are substantial coincidences and that they can be meaningful. Um, so yeah, when I found your show, I dove right in and I, you know, went down a rabbit hole and I just listened to a bunch of episodes and I, you know, I learned a lot and I really, really enjoyed it. But, you know, as when I reached out to you and, you know, how we even got to this point of having this conversation, um, I just felt like I didn't hear enough women and enough women of color specifically. Um, so I'm hoping that, um, you know, this episode will reach obviously people in my own circle, but hopefully it'll kind of ripple out and find other people like me because, um, you know, I've been searching for people like me for three years now and I've mostly come across white men, um, mostly because, you know, you have the space and the time and the initiative to be able to make your own podcast and do the things that you need to do to make it happen. I can't do that. You know, I, I had a full-time job. I was doing stuff in the, in the other areas of my life. As much as I wanted to pour myself into this area, I just didn't have the time. So um, I feel like that's the, the same case with a lot of people of color. We, we're just trying to survive. We're just trying to, you know, uh, we're not even thriving. We're just trying to survive. And um, that's why I want to speak, frankly, about my experiences, because I do feel like it matters uh, the kinds of experiences that you've had personally, the kinds of experiences uh, that your parents have had, what kind of household you came up in, all that kind of thing. Those um, experiences always come back when I'm manic. Uh, there's n- nothing in the coincidences you have told me that suggest a, a person of color. Why don't you tell us coincidences that really exemplify uh, your person of colorness? Sure. Um, All right. I um, this was not this past April, but the April before that um, I had this shirt that um, it says Southern Playalistic across the front. Um, There's an album called Southern Playalistic Cadillac Music by Outkast. And it came out in, I believe, in 94, uh, if I'm not mistaken, April 26, 1994. And um, so the date is April 26th. I have this shirt. I didn't know the anniversary from from a can of paint. I didn't know that it was coming up, but something told me to put it on. And I did. And that shirt to me, like personally, I'm from the South. I listened to Outkast growing up. My mom, you know, introduced me to Outkast. She also introduced me to a lot of Southern rap specifically. I grew up on Southern rap and rap hip hop is a black culture yeah um yeah so that's my connection well i'd like to to join you uh, or help you somehow um get into uh, the people of color thinking about mm-hmm. coincidences and that's one of the reasons it's exciting for me to talk with you that there have been more women on the on the show than maybe 
you might think. It's still a lot of men for the reasons that you talk about. I wouldn't have known about you unless you contacted me. Uh, and there's hard to find out, okay, here's somebody of color. I'd like to have them on there. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to be able to like make a contact. But I, I'm hoping that somehow through our conversation, and I don't know how, it's really more you're telling me or you're doing something so that, that I can reach and the synchronicity idea can reach into particularly women of color. Um, so what's the question? How do we do that? How do we reach women of color? About, about coincidences. Sure. Um... Well, um, number one, women of color are aware. Um, I talk to my friends about coincidences pretty often. Um, I had a particular situation uh, when I was um, working earlier this year where um, my uh, my friend, she's Latina from Miami, she had this friend that she wanted to bring in while we were working late on this project. And she mentioned synchronicity. And I had been dying to talk about it, but I didn't want to talk about it without freaking people out because it's associated with my manic episodes. So she mentioned synchronicity. I was like, whoa, let's talk about it. And then, um, you know, her friend comes in and he stops short and he's like, you're wearing my brother's sweatshirt. He designed that sweatshirt. And the sweatshirt I was wearing said um, Black America. It was a black sweatshirt with um, a white flag across the, the chest and it said Black America. And there was an Africa symbol where the stars are usually in the flag. So his brother designed that sweatshirt and he just happened to show up that day as we were talking about synchronicity. So I think that people are aware um, that these things that, are happening. That is a very good one. I, yeah. like, I really like that one. Thank you. You're wearing, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a good, let me say, black coincidence. And I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get many of those. I really don't. I mean, that's a, and it's like a hard one to explain. And it's in the kind of, wow, that's a good one category. And I'd like to be able to get stories like that out into the black community and particularly hear them from people in a black community. And that's what I'm asking you about mm-hmm. is how can, how can you and I expand synchronicity discussions and awareness into the black community, particularly of black women? Absolutely. Um, So as I mentioned earlier, it might have been um, off mic, but I'm working on an article about uh, the spiritual experiences and the the synchronistic experiences of uh, just people. And I'm hoping that this initial piece will open the door for more people to see what's going on. Uh, Because I wrote, as I mentioned earlier, about Kanye West and my theory that he uh, is making an album about Jesus because of his bipolar mania. Um, in that piece, I was completely honest about everything that I've been through, and it performed very well. And many people reached out to me on Twitter to either thank me for opening up, you know, the the, the idea of it. We've come to the end of this segment. Very good. You're listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Bateman, MD on Exxon Broadcast Network. Our guest is Kiana Fitzgerald. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, just like sugar is what you're looking for. 
Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? 
have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Okay, thank you. And we are doing CC with BB, our fourth segment in this, talking to Kiana Fitzgerald, and we're really into something here. Kiana, um, this article that you want to write about your manic spiritual experiences would be for what publication, possibly? That's a great question, and it's an interesting question. Um, Usually, as a journalist, I write a paragraph to pitch before I go into actually writing the piece. This time, I'm working backwards. Um, I did two interviews yesterday, and I'm going to try to do a couple more next week, try to get a nice variety of people, and really just build out a really robust, complete piece. I've written a lot, (laughs) so I think I know what I'm doing by now. So I'm confident in the fact that I can produce this piece and where it pu- where it ends up being published is a matter of, you know, faith. I, I don't know who's oh, you, going. Yeah, yeah I, I got it. You got to do that sometimes. And if you if you believe in synchronicity, which, of course, you do, you have to trust that mm-hmm. what you need to have happen is very likely to happen. And you put your heart into it, your mind into it, just like the the the, the sweatshirt with the design shows up right when you are, like the brother of that person. You have to believe that it's going to happen if you're on the synchronicity wavelength. And it does. It does happen. It Just keep going with it. Now, what I, I'm hoping will happen is that it, it gets to women of color in yes. some way. Is that what you have in mind? Yeah, that's um, that's my goal. Uh, number one, to just be in touch with women of color about this, and then hopefully to find women of color who have experienced this, and then further talk to them about the ways that this disorder manifests for them. Because I know for me, it's it's very arduous, it's very taxing, but it's also very beautiful, and it's very worth it. So, um, yeah, I just I just want to get to a point where I am open enough publicly that people will start kind of finding their way to me. And speaking of that, um, could you answer a question for me quickly? Go ahead. Um, So, Ken, have you um, studied or experienced uh, synchronicity shifting from person to person or affecting like a circle of people? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. that's happening. <laughs> well, keep keep recording it because um, that happens. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sometimes it helps bring the group together, especially when they talk about them. And th- and that's really what I was thinking about uh, before you said it is that mm-hmm. I'm hoping, and here you started saying it, that you will organize uh, a group of interested women of color in synchronicity, and that you will maybe create some kind of web connector 
mm-hmm. where they can tell each other where they can tell each other their stories about how it happens and be able to interchange with each other about what they might mean to each other and what they mean generally, but what they what they mean for the women of color in particular, because there sometimes will be clues in the group discussion about how to get something more positive happening for the women involved as well as their sisters. Yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yes, I absolutely agree. Um, I'm not going to lie to you, Bernie. Um, The past week has, you know, I've had some, some synchronicities popping up. I'm not like manic, I'm fine, but I'm definitely aware of things that are happening. And my sister, for example, has just rotten luck. And she just had, I don't, I'm not going to get into details, but she had an amazing stroke of luck two days ago, something that wouldn't usually happen unless something was manifesting in the air as it is for me right now. So yeah, I, I really appreciate you mentioning that. Yeah, sometimes uh, coincidences get accelerated when people talk with me on the radio. And you are in a place where that is more likely to happen than with others. And I have that feeling now. Yes. And, and, I, and I hope that's what happens. Now, we talked about uh, uh, women of color synchronicity somehow being able to communicate and create a group that then can have an impact on other women of color. Another question is that I'd, I'd love to see hip-hop uh, do stuff about coincidences. I mean, why not? There's such great stories to tell. Yeah. Uh, and if some good songs could come out of it, uh, what's, what's stopping that from happening? I, I don't think anything's stopping it. I think it's, uh, I think it's on its way, and I feel that way because uh, J. Cole... Do you know who J. Cole is? Nope. Okay, so J. Cole is a rapper from uh, North Carolina... He is one of the most popular rappers right now, actually. It's Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole, and then my personal favorite is Big Crit. But J. Cole, um, I actually met him in, uh, what was it? Was it January 2010 for his first Texas uh, tour stop ever? And, um, you know, I met him and I told him he was going to be great, all that good stuff. But fast forward to um, this year, and he put out. Um, Actually, no, I think it, it might have been last year what I'm thinking about, but essentially he collaborated with an artist named Anderson Pack on an album called Oxnard. And uh, J. Cole flipped out because he uh, recorded his verse for that album on Oxnard Street. So he didn't put a name to it. He didn't say it was synchronicity, but he definitely was like, that's a wink from God. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, I, that's the sort of thing that I'm, I'm hoping you hear more about so that it can get out there. It's, it, it, what might be the resistance of the blocks in uh, the black community about thinking about coincidence, thinking about synchronicity? Well, for me, um, if you, all right, I'm just going to be honest because what else is the reason? Um, can you ask the question again? I was writing down what I was going to say. Well, what did you write down? Faith, uh, spiral, ancestors. Do you know what you meant by that? Um, I know that um, the black community is so faithful that um, it can at times 
pretend that mental health isn't a real thing because right. of, you know, of a myriad of things. So um, there, there's some, some discord there. And if you rely heavily on your faith and if you don't ground yourself, if you don't take meds, if you don't go to therapy, if you don't see your psychiatrist, um, it's very easy to spiral into your faith. And when I've, I've definitely gotten to that point, and when I hit that point, um, I, I've actually, you know, I've been recording myself, um, you know, for the past three years, uh, both video and audio, just while I'm manic, because I just want to have it just in case I need to release it one day. Um, but yeah, the most recent episode that I had, um, I recorded myself going through a manic episode and it was wild. Um, I was speaking to people who were not here. I was feeling people in my presence um, who are not here physically, but um, everything in me is telling me that they're here. Like my mother, um, she passed 10 years ago in July. The, she passed the day after my sister's 21st birthday. Um, so my mom, I feel, is still here. And whenever I'm in these manic episodes, I feel her. I feel her, I feel her love and I feel her anger because her children are still, I'm still trapped in mental illness. And my sister, you know, God forgive me for exposing this, my sister is still trapped in poverty, as am I. So uh, my mother is angry about that from what I'm experiencing. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you dive headfirst into your faith, you go spiral into this this other place that I've never been before, but I've never felt such strong community, such strong um, uplifting and uh, just reassurance that I'm in the right place. But at the same time, it can be a dangerous place if you're not grounded, if you don't have people to support you. Yes, yes. And you've an you answered my question, which was the, the resistance or blockage that uh, people of color might have to what your experience is. And they and when you really have a lot of faith, you don't believe in uh, mental illness and you believe that it's God's will. Mm -hmm. And that's the way it's, that's just the way it is. And you got to pray to God and then you'll get better. And that's true to some extent. Prayer I, has a lot of value, but we're also just us chickens down here on earth trying to figure out what's going on. And there are a lot of medications and therapy that can help people with mental illness. The same is true of coincidences that, 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 People may not, people of faith may not, and this is not just black, this is like universal. People of faith want to say coincidences are the way God speaks to us, but it's kind of in an anonymous way. Yeah. And, and that's too simple an answer for me. Uh, sometimes there are mysterious um, coincidences. We don't know how they happen, but a lot of them we have something to do with. So looking at where we have something to do with them is very, very important. And where we can do something about them, just as you can do something about your mania with some help from the right people, mm -hmm. uh, that's that w we have free will here. We have yes. this decisions to make that uh, can help us and can help other people. Well, we're coming to the end of this, of this radio show today, Kiana, and I'm so very glad that you reached out to me and that uh, we had some bumpy roads to get to this conversation. And I'm very glad we have. And I'm, I'm 
want to continue to encourage you to combine your what you've learned from mania uh, about synchronicity to anybody who will listen to you in the black community. You've been listening to Connecting with Coincidence. I'm your host, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, and our guest has been Kiana Fitzgerald. <laughs>